If you have had a really great shift and you feel like you're worried about slipping out of it, or even worse, if you already know you have, you're going to want to listen to this episode because I'm going to talk about how I personally locked in a really big shift in my business life and how you can too. You're listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. Hello, lovely Dynamic Women, and welcome to the Dynamic Women podcast. I am Diane Ralston, your host. And today we're talking about how I locked in a big shift. I'm going to explain about what that means, what that, how that's important to you and you moving forward in life. So I'm going to talk about how to lock in a shift, but I want you to ask yourself first, have you been in a place where you didn't like where you were, you felt stuck and then you found the clarity that you needed, but you found yourself slipping back into the old ways, the old habits, the old behaviors, the old way of thinking, then you're going to want to listen up because I'm going to talk about how you can lock in that shift. So back in about 2019, I was looking for some clarity, some clarity on what is my unique positioning statement? What is the one thing that I do? or the one kind of statement that I can, the one sign, the one thing that I can kind of hang my shingle on, that that idea of like, what's that one thing? And I went to different coaches and they were telling me, oh, you should be doing this or you should be doing that. And nobody was actually properly pulling it out of me. I was so frustrated. And I also, on the flip side, even though I was frustrated every time I was frustrated, I was frustrated, I was frustrated. And it's not that I wasn't picking because I'm extremely decisive. It was that everything that was chosen for me didn't feel like the right fit. Maybe you've had that experience before. You're like, this just isn't right. This just isn't right. And you know it. And we could be thinking about that, like even, (laughs) even around, like, let's see in high school around a dress, a prom dress or something. You like, you try them on, you try them on. You're like, it's nice, but I'm not having that, that feeling. And if you've ever watched those say yes to the dress shows and you see the moment that the bride puts on that dress and she says, this is the one. And she has that emotional response or that really pumped up, excited response. I was looking for that feeling. Now, sometimes I thought, oh, this just this is just good for now. Let's just run with this. And so that's kind of what happened with the virtual assistant made easy program that I started was it felt good. There was that spark there. I knew it wasn't the fit for the soul work, but I knew that it was a fit for my mission of helping business owners to be able to implement strategy, helping busy business owners to be able to have some freedom in their business and not be so overwhelmed and burnt out. And also have business owners be able to get ahead because the tech is done and the different pieces are done. And I'd support them with the strategy as well as that virtual assistant. However, I knew that this wasn't like the soul work, the stuff I was really on this planet meant to do. 
And so I was frustrated, so frustrated, but I never gave up hope. And so I've talked in, in other episodes around feeling stuck and how not to feel stuck anymore. I also shared a little bit about how I, how I had that shift. And I'm going to talk about how you can unlock for yourself a little bit of, or how to, you can lock in that shift for yourself. So I never gave up hope. I never gave up hope because I had such a yearning for this clarity. I could see myself on stage. That's the thing. Like I could see myself on these massive stages with all these women impacting them. I knew that it would be life changing. I have had this feeling of like wanting to wake up women, women that are just like kind of going through the motions or kind of moving ahead. Those women who are feeling stuck or the women who are kind of flying under the radar because they're just, they're tired about of standing out and they know they keep getting taken down and they're fatigued. And I have such a desire to support them that I knew I have to find the clarity. And so finally, finally, I found it when I was in LA in a coaching mastermind, it was actually a business coach, marketing coach. And I had this shift. And so you're going to want to listen to the full episode where I think it's called my coach shifted me. You're going to want to listen to that episode to get that whole backstory. But basically I had this, this epiphany that I've been in the work boots, meaning kind of rather than it being my like zone of, of genius, that like top, top place, I've been in a place where I'm really good, but it's more head work. So I was, it was like harder to do. And if you can relate to that feeling, let me know that feeling of, I'm really good at this. This is going really well, but it's still not the right fit. And so I'm in the work boots. And she said that to me and she said, I, I think your woman is tamed and she wants to be unleashed. And I was like, yes, yes. And that for me was like this, inner knowing that, oh, we're on, we're on the, we're on the right path here. This, this is it. This is the piece. And previous in the year, and I've said this in, in different places, podcast, blog, and such that I heard our national president of CAPS, Canadian Association of Professional Speakers say, speakers should only speak if they're going to persuade or provoke. And that word provoke got me really excited and I was like, okay, I'm really excited about this provoke, but what am I provoking? What's my thing? What's the thing I'm provoking? And when she said that your woman is tamed, I was like, yes. And we just like want to bust out. And she said, and I think maybe you're tamed too. And I was like, yes, because I'm in this work boots place and I want to be in like the sparkly shoes. Huh? Do you feel the difference between the two? I want to go from work boots to sparkly shoes. Maybe you also have been in a specific place and you want to shift to another place. Maybe you've had a negative perspective and you want to go into a more positive perspective. So I was kind of wrapping up my little session. That epiphany for me was like gold. I was like, I could be just done the weekend. It was a two day mastermind. I could just be done here. But, but she said, okay, I think we're good for today from day one. And she had to coach someone else. And she gave me some homework to do, but she said, wait a second, before, before we end this, 
how are you going to lock in this shift tomorrow? Like when you wake up, how are you going to stay in this place of sparkly shoes, of joy, of soul work, of going back into marketing yourself as a life coach rather than the work boots and the business coaching and the problem solving and the strategy? Like how are you going to do that shift? So I'm going to share the fun story that comes from this. And I want you to be thinking about it in your own capacity because how I locked in the shift could be something that is you're a little bit repelled by it because it's not the right shift way to lock in the shift for you. So I'm going to give you some, I'm going to talk about what is a shift, what was my shift. I'm going to talk about how you lock in the shift and what are some options for you? Because if you had said to me, the thing that I did to lock in the shift, if you had even said that to me four or five hours before I had that epiphany, never, never would I have approved. No, no. Now you're probably like, well, what, what did you do to lock it in? So let me just first talk about what is a shift. So a shift can be a shift in your mindset. So for me, it was a shift in my business more so of like, whoa, I'm over here and I really think I want to be over here. Really want to go away from maybe some of the marketing myself as like this business coach to marketing myself more as a life coach. Like that was a, a complete mental shift in how I viewed my business. I'm still, I've been doing life coaching all, like since the beginning. It's like 13 years ago. I've still been doing the life coaching, but when I go to events, I speak more about coaching small business owners and virtual assistant services. And so it's, it's a, it's a change. And I've been holding back on what am I, what am I doing my new humorous keynote on? It's not about VA services. It's not about business strategy. Like what is it? And so the shift for me was mental in how I viewed my business and my services. Maybe for you, a shift is, is coming from a limiting belief into a new paradigm for yourself. So limiting belief of like, oh, I, no one's going to buy for me. I can't sell that. I'm not confident enough. I'm too old to do that. Shifting it to, there are people that are going to love this. And I do have the right qualifications to offer this. And I am pretty amazing. And I'm going to be able to do this. So it might be a paradigm shift from a limiting belief to a different way of thinking, a new paradigm. So that's another way a shift can happen. Uh, a shift can also happen a little bit just in a, your perspective, your perspective of a situation. Now you might think, well, that's a limiting belief. Well, no, your perspective of something, it could be one perspective that's still a positive perspective, but when you shift it to a different perspective, it allows more to happen. So you could think here, my perspective could be that of my business is I'm a business coach and I offer these things. That could be my perspective. And then a new perspective could be, well, I'm originally a life coach. And so I can offer all kinds of services, right? So a perspective shift might also be about a situation. So you might be thinking about in your life, the perspective might be I don't have many options, maybe because I've got kids at home. I don't have many options because I have kids at home. On the flip side, a new perspective you could hold about that situation is it's amazing that I get to be home with my kids. And I also have the freedom to choose to do what I want. 
So it's just a different way of looking. It's like you put on a new set of glasses, a new way of looking at something so that you are able to then have like the blinders off and things be opened up. And so anytime I do perspective work with my clients, we look at the situation. How are they viewing this topic? What's their perspective of this topic? Then we try on another perspective. What's the perspective of that topic? towards that topic then another one and another one and we talk about what are the joys of this perspective what are the costs of this perspective how does it feel and then after trying them all on again we decide on what is the right perspective to hold now when you make that shift it, it might feel like oh as we go this way there's even better perspectives but that one is so unbelievable that I can't I can't take that one on but this one feels more comfortable so it could be you maybe dislike someone and you're like over here going, I hate them. I'll never be friends with them. That's maybe how it is. And over here is we're, we're best friends again. And that's, that's too far off. So maybe in the middle is I can be cordial to them and maybe I'll add them to my prayers every day, right? Or when I see them, I'll say hi. That's, that's about it. And so the different perspectives, you can grab onto a new one. And that's just, it's just like changing your clothes. Like what perspective I'm going to have today, but we don't want to shift back into the old perspective. And so for me, the shift would be me going back to focusing specifically on business coaching, doing all my marketing towards that, all my offerings towards that, all my speaking engagements towards that and the VA services. And so she said, how are you not going to shift back into here? Because why? This is comfortable. Whenever you, you have a perspective shift, a mental shift, a shift of some kind, you have to lock yourself into this new place. Otherwise, you're going to shift back in. It's kind of like if your body got realigned or something, it's so easy for us to shift back into that place. So why do we want to shift the perspective and then lock it in? Okay, so as I was saying, you don't want to shift back in. It's easy to shift back into what is comfortable, right? And so if we're going to make that change, we need to do something to lock it in. Now, if, if it's perspective work, I help the client to create yes, no statements. I'm saying yes to these things. I'm saying no to these things. And that's going to actually help you lock in a perspective or a new mindset. Because otherwise, it's so easy to just slide back in. So this gives you a little bit of almost like a bowling alley when they put the the bumper things on, it's going to keep you, even though you're like, whoa, I'm sliding back, I'm shifting back, I'm going back to the old way of thinking, the old mindset, the old actions, it's going to stop you from staying there and falling in. So that's the yes, no statements. However, the shift can be locked in by doing a kind of a little ceremony to change your actual physical environment. So oftentimes with clients, We'll, I'll say, where is the different flooring in your house? Is the, you know, the room you're in is, does it go from carpet to tile? Can we jump over like a threshold, right? Jump into this new place. And if we can jump into this new place, then um, there's that physical event that happens and the physical reminder that you have been changed. It's kind of like Joseph Campbell's model of a hero is, they go, the hero goes into the belly of the whale, right? They hear the call. They say, yes, I'm going to go into this, into this shift or into this battle, into this journey to have the shift. They have encounters, battles along the way, and then they come out, they emerge. And so we need that 
place of change. That's why for a lot of major events in life, we have a wedding ceremony, right? With people watching to really commemorate that. Uh, from people I've talked to that did like a courthouse thing, they said it just didn't feel as much like you were married. <laughs> I know for me, I graduated university. However, I didn't go to the actual graduation because I was traveling Europe. I decided to stay after my rugby team was in Barcelona together to do a tour. I decided to stay on and travel Europe. I was already there, right? So I missed my, my commencement, which meant that I felt a little bit like, it, did it happen? I don't know if it happened. It did happen. Like, where's my certificate? The, the moment was not marked. Okay, so let's keep going. You're probably wondering, Diane, like, what's the, what did you do to lock in this shift? Um, and the funny thing is, the thing I was going to grab is not in here now, <laughs> so I need to get it. But let me tell you how I answered it, and then I will go and get the item, or items, uh, I guess you could say. Okay, so it can be pers a perspective shift that you do. It could be yes-no statements. It could be a ceremony ritual, the stepping over of a threshold. It could also be the purchasing of something. And so... My coach said to me, if we go back to that moment, my coach said to me, how are you going to lock in this shift? And the next day was actually my birthday, which was really cool. It was my 44th birthday. And I was like, well, I'm going to turn 44. Like that was kind of the funny answer. But I didn't say it, which is hard for me to self-manage and not say it. So anyway, I sat there and I thought, I'm going to buy red bottom shoes. And she was like, well, I'm not mad about that. And we were in LA, so she said, okay, so we're going to Rodeo Drive tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, yeah, we're buying the sparkly shoes. And she's like, uh, do you know what you'd buy? I said, no, I, I don't have any of them, I don't know. And she goes, go in my closet. So she had them in her closet, and I grabbed a pair. Uh, I think they were like hot pink and a black pair with spikes on them, and I put them on, and my energy matched the shift. So I was like, oh, like, boo, boo, here I am in these great shoes. I sat back down in the chair. And I'll, I'll let you know, to be completely transparent, I was crying through this, like, epiphany. And she said to me, I'm glad to see you're crying because this is a scary thing. And if you weren't crying, I'd be worried about you. So just five minutes before, I was, you know, like, blowing my nose, cleaning myself up because I was really having, like, a release uh a really big cry. And so now I'm sitting super confidently in this chair with these great shoes on this, these um, Christian Louboutin shoes, the red bottom shoes. Now, if we go back about four or five hours before that, there was talk of this mastermind group going to Rodeo Drive shopping. And I thought, I don't care. I don't care about shopping. This is all in my head, right? All in my head. I don't care about shopping. I know. I'm here to get the answers. I've been wanting some clarity. I want to have a shift. I want to know what I'm going to be doing. I, I want to have answers. I want to get what I paid for to be here at this mastermind. So they were all excited and they turned to me because I was the only one not excited about shopping on Rodeo Drive. You know, I've been there before. I don't really care about pretentious brands and blah, blah, blah. And so I said, yeah, we, we can go. If we get all of our work done, ah, <laughs> there I am 
in my work boots thinking, but this is before the shift. So I'm in my work boots thinking going, no, I'm only allowed to go to Rodeo Drive if, if I've done the work. And so how interesting when she said, what are you going to do to make the shift to lock this in? I said, I'm going to buy a pair of red bottom shoes. Now, after I said that, I was excited. After I said that, I put on the shoes and then I embodied it. And that's how I started to lock in this shift because I didn't want to slip back into this place that I've been in since 2019 of lack of clarity and lack of like this soul driven path. And so there, then the next day, you know, we finish a lot of our work. We head to Rodeo Drive. The night before I had looked online and found these amazing shoes. And there was a lot of stuff happening in my head. I'll tell you that. It was things like, it is ridiculous to be spending this much on a pair of shoes. It is, uh, that money can be better used in the business. Am I actually going to wear them? So the practicality. So my limiting beliefs, my old way of thinking over in the work boots was potentially going to sabotage, but I knew I needed to do this. I needed to get them. Now, the funny thing is when we arrived, there was a lineup outside the store, which I also then thought was absolutely ridiculous that we're lining up to spend a ton of money. And so I was like, I don't want to be part of this. I said, actually, let's just go around the rest of um, Rodeo Drive and then we'll come back here. And so we did. We went around. You know, I didn't really care about things. Didn't really care. Kind of felt a little bit like Pretty Woman. You know, Julia Roberts is going into these stores and people aren't treating her seriously because she doesn't have any any of the bags right and she's not like with her rolex and and throwing money all over the place right away well right away she wasn't and so it was quite interesting just the feeling of that and so we go all the way around and we come right back to christian louboutin and i walk in the door and i see my shoes the shoes that i want i see them and so I say, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to work my way around because they're over there. It was like they had a personality, like I personified them, you know, she's over there. And the, the store clerk kind of laughed and said, oh, she's planning her course and she has her eyes on a pair. And I was like, I do, I'm going to be trying some on that are over there. So I go around and I uh, see a bunch of shoes that are gorgeous, also not practical for me. Because if I'm wearing 100 millimeter or 120 millimeter shoes, I can't speak on stage because I want to wear them on stage. I can't be at an event all day. I got, I've had plantar fasciitis issues. Like, let's be real. I'm in my 40s. Every time I play soccer on turf, it hurts my feet. I'm not going to be too crazy about my shoes. But I wanted to be in the sparkly shoes. So I go and I try them on. And I try some other ones on too. I tried three pairs on some light pink, uh, just above the ankle boots, big heel though on those. I tried some white 100 millimeter, I think, shoes. And then I showed, tried on my shoes. Let's go back to locking in the shift now. So my coach said to me, you know, when we were next time, uh, when we were on, on a Zoom with a group of people, she said, are you wearing the shoes right now? And I said, well, no, I'm in, I'm inside. I'm wearing slippers. She says, put the shoes on. You're supposed to wear the shoes. So whether you purchase 
a new ring, a red blazer, a Wonder Woman costume, whatever it may be, when you put the thing on, it can help you to lock in the shift and revisit the feeling you originally had. Right? So for me, these are an investment. That's fun. The funny thing is after I bought them, my coach said, actually, California is the worst place to buy them because we have the most sales tax. <laughs> and then the practical part of me was like, yeah, I totally could have could have bought them at like bought some uh, shoes at a like an outlet and saved money. But the key thing is when you go to lock in the shift, the locking in needs to happen very close to when the shift happened, because otherwise we get back into the old habits back into the limiting beliefs, the saboteurs start to awaken and go, oh my gosh, they're going to be on the right path. Like we have to, we have to yell and be loud and be obnoxious in order to keep them safe in this comfortable place. Yeah. Well, you're not running from a saber toothed tiger, right? You're not fleeing from a burning building. You're okay. You're just making a shift into what is important in your life. And so for me, it was crucial that I bought them the next day. It was also crucial that I had my, my little peeps with me, my coach and the other two ladies who were there. It was crucial that I had this experience at that time that I did not leave LA, did not leave that mastermind without locking it in. Now, the cool thing is I did then wear the shoes the sparkly shoes, they're not sparkly, but for me, they represented the sparkly shoes. I wore them for when Jack Canfield interviewed me in Vegas, just two days later. So I'm telling you all of this, not so that you go buy red bottom shoes. No, I'm, I'm not saying that that is a thing that has to happen for you. What I am saying is anytime you have made a shift mentally, emotionally, physically, in your perspective, whatever it may be, Lock it in. It is crucial that you lock it in so that you don't slide back. So you got different options of how you lock things in. But actually, maybe even I could have purchased glitter, the sparkling, right? That idea. I could um, go and buy a little sparkly jewel to clip on my shoes. I could buy a little porcelain shoe. I could go online and find a picture of sparkly shoes and stick it up. I could go and paint it. I could have it commissioned. There are so many different things that I could have done and you have the same options as well. So I ask you right now, think about, think about what things in your life have you been trying to stay in, but you keep shifting out of it. Is there a new role, a new position, a new way of thinking, um, something that's happened in your life and you want to stay there without going back? Lock it in. If I can be of any help in doing some perspective work, going through that in order to help you get to that new perspective, to help you to get that shift happening and then lock it in, I'm so happy to be able to do that for you. Reach out, diane at dianerolston.com. And uh, tell me a little bit more about what I can support you with. For those who have been here helping, uh, not helping, listening. Those who have been here listening, I'm curious, what was your biggest takeaway? 
you're watching the replay, also let me know. I will respond to you. But I'm curious, what was your biggest takeaway from this today? What I hope for you is that you step into that not bigger place for you, but that more soul-centered place, the place that really has you feeling at your utmost best. The place that is meant for you in the work that you're supposed to do in the world. So I am going to do another another talk around kind of all the chaos that happened in my mind once I made the decision to buy the shoes. There's too much to unpack right now, but it was really crazy how loud the saboteurs were when I was in the shop. And I took on this a little bit of a new mindset. It has two swear words in it, and I don't really want to be that offensive right now. I don't think it fits. But what I realized was things kept coming up where I would, and this has got to be another another talk, <laughs> things are coming up for me in my whole experience around kind of letting it be okay, you know, like settling, like I'll, I'll make it okay, I'll, I'll do less or I'll uh, ask for less or whatever. And th all this stuff happens. I'm going to do another another talk on that because... The shift was so strong and so amazing for me that I can see for many of my clients too, the shift goes and then they freak out and they get scared and they backpedal and they backtrack and then they're right back where they were. I've seen that so many times and it just breaks my heart when I know it's the right thing for them. So did these cost a lot? You could think of it that way. Were these a really great investment in the direction I'm going? For sure. And I encourage you all, the, there is the Jack Canfield watch party that is happening next week. No, the 29th, Wednesday the 29th. RSVP for that is free. Or you can give a donation, which I'm giving to a women's shelter, Nova Vida, in my hometown of Brantford, Ontario. So if you put a donation in, 100% of the money goes goes there, okay? There's um but there's free tickets to come. What we're going to do is I'm going to talk about uh the lead up to the interview. I'm going to talk about how I cried a couple hours before the interview. I'm going to share a little bit about how these shoes came into play and really helped with the interview. And then I'm going to we're going to watch the interview. I've not shared this anywhere yet. And then I'm going to do Q&A afterwards about it. So you can ask whatever, whatever questions you have. So I'm going to finish there. I would love to just hear any other insights, how this has impacted you. And uh, I hope to hear from you soon. And if I can be of any service to you, please, please just reach out. And obviously, hey, if, if I'm in the land of sparkly shoes now, and I've locked this in, just know that while you may not be seeing outwardly the shift online, Know that inwardly and behind the scenes, this stuff is happening. I already talked to you about the shift is or the change is coming. I talked about the shift. I told you that I'm loving this word provoke. I'm also telling you about this humorous keynote that I'm developing. So just stay tuned for all of that excitement. And I know that when you engage with me and you give me the feedback on these different things and you're part of my journey, it also does help to keep me locked in this shift and help me to really go in this direction that I know is meant for me.
So thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you so much for listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. It is just a complete joy to know that there are people out there listening. And when I hear feedback from you or topic requests, or you send me your questions, I really appreciate it. I I know that the effort that I put into this is making an impact with people out there. So thank you to everyone who has already done a podcast review, who have commented on either the podcast or in the Dynamic Women community on one of the posts in there or to people on the YouTube channel. And if you haven't subscribed or been a part of any of this, then you're going to want to. So please check the notes to be able to see the information about that. And if you'd like to do a review of the podcast, then please do so. And if you're not sure how to do so, email team at dianerolson.com. And once you do a review, please make sure you send us a screenshot with your mailing address so we can send you a little something special in the mail. I love going live and hanging out in the Dynamic Women online community, the free Facebook group. So make sure that you have become part of that and hit subscribe and share with a friend because you don't want to miss out on any of the learning that we have for you. So until next time, stay dynamic. Bye. Thank you, Dynamic Women, for joining us today. Please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Who do you know who needs to hear our message? We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.